Thanks for clicking. You tuned in the time in with me, Ricardo Lungus. With me is a man who is still able to walk, Mr. Tommy Crenshaw. How you doing, Tommy? Yeah, I, 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 so what happened, uh, to, you know, it was uh, you had to kick a, a field goal, 40-yard field goal. I'm like, uh, at the few swirlies, I'm like, I could do 50 yards. And then uh, the bartender says, uh, that's all you can do? And then I'm like, okay, I could do 60 yards. Uh, then, you know, everybody in the bar goes outside like an episode of Happy Days. Uh, you know, we're going to see your old uh, Tommy Longshanks give a good kickaroo. There was uh, Howard Johnson's uh, that was about 60 yards away. And he said, uh, just go through that window. Uh, and so uh, basically I, I went, took a run and start. But uh, I think this guy, Lenny, he urinated right on the spot that I was supposed to kick. And I slipped and I shanked it. Uh, and it went to a children's hospital. I you know, heard a bunch of noises and stuff like that. And we uh, we all ran back inside, pretend like nothing happened. But then I looked down and my leg is dangling. Uh, so uh, yeah, I got wooden screws. I went to Germany. Uh, to, you know, they took uh, my special insurance, uh, which is uh, Siemens insurance. Uh, so it's uh, basically you don't, you know, you, you you save money by getting like old parts from like the Victorian era. Uh, but uh, but I'm good. I I, I still they say uh, basically my my left leg now is uh, four inches shorter than my right leg. So I have to wear a funny shoe. I mean, you. I mean, you always back in the day. You always about platform shoes anyway. So I mean, you know, it it just helps out. It just makes it. You just have one platform just a little bit higher than the other. It's just a little bit different. You. I mean, yeah. I mean, but hey, hey, you 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 can do your spins and pirouettes a little bit easier now. You know, you don't have to worry about picking the leg up. You just kind of just spin around that one long leg. It makes you know it's all about you know it's all about you know uh uh you know you centrifugal force. You know what I'm saying, Tommy? It's all about centrifugal force. You know, hey. But you know, wooden screws—that's kind of weird. I mean, yeah, there's yeah, nothing yeah, I weird mean, about that. What do you mean? That's weird. Wooden screws. You I mean, did they use? But did they use leeches? Did they do some bloodletting? Oh, did they you know they help out with some stuff? You said Victorian stuff, and that's back in the day when you know they did uh, you know put some ble- some uh, leeches on you. Is it, did, did you have leeches? No, no. But for for just uh, the sake of it, they let me wear a powdered wig. I mean, I mean that makes sense. You know, I mean, you know, uh, you know but hey. hey Hey, we got a other buddy here. You know, uh, you know, he's the man who likes to make his own sausage, Mister Anthony North. How you doing, Anthony? Hey, hey look, Ricardo. I, I, the only way to eat a sausage is homemade, and the thing is, you gotta have the proper equipment because you don't want this thing to get out of hand. If you get a sausage that's just too much to handle, uh, it, it gets messy as people start slipping and falling, um, and the next thing you know, uh, you're 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 destined for just a, a total disaster. Uh, that's but that's the thing. I've got the equipment. I know how to use it. Uh, and 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 look, uh, Anthony North makes the best sausage in town uh and and look it, it every single bite is delicious uh sausage is so big you need two hands to handle them and 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 every bite i mean it it, it doesn't you don't even need condiments i mean a lot of people say you got to put mustard sauerkraut uh, you know like in chicago uh they, they put all that uh stupid uh onions and peppers and all that mess on there you don't need any of that just a, a nice homemade sausage out of anthony north's kitchen and you'll be good to go. You don't even need a bun. Uh, you can grab this thing, just drive down the street, just gnawing on a sausage. Hey, y'all, I mean, yeah, 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 he, he, yo, he cooks them. 
and a special solution. I mean, he told me the secret one time. I'm not going to tell anybody because, you know, I mean, I don't want to buy, uh, you know, still there, but the, the, but the solution that he, he cooks this in is, you know, it's been, uh, you know, it's been handed down from generation to generation. And, and, and it's just a, it's just a beautiful thing. It's, it's, it's and it's sexy in a way, weirdly. It's the sexy solution for the sausage. Just, just, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Well, you, 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 uh, yeah, even yeah, Tommy it came, likes it came from great, Tommy my, likes look, great, great, great grandmother North. Uh, she came up with the recipe, uh, and the solution for it. Uh, and, and then think about it is she, she was British. Uh, she, she came out, she came out of a, a little, a little street outside of Yorkshire. Uh, and ne- look near Morgatroyd. Uh, you might be familiar with it. Uh, but, uh, but the thing about it is in those parts, I mean, they, they take great, great care, uh, of, of the sausage that every man brings home, uh, because they know, uh, a man's place in this world is working all day. Not these nine to five nonsense jobs where you just move numbers around on spreadsheets. Real jobs. Real jobs that require real effort. And at the end of the day, uh, you don't want anything more uh, than a homemade sausage. You can sit down, you can enjoy it, read your paper, uh, maybe watch a little football, uh, kick your feet up, and have a nice cold one. That's how life should be done. I mean, I, I, I could have said it better myself, personally. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, uh, uh, it's a good time. It's a good time. But I mean, you know, look, look, yeah, look, I mean, it, beat, it, look, it beats the hell out of hey. stomping on turtles. Uh, I'll tell you that. Yeah, whoa, whoa. But you, but you a make, low blow, but you damn. Make, that's but you make ball. a nice turtle sausage too, Bobby. I'm just saying. I, I, but yeah, but, but we're not here to talk about stomping on turtles or, or delicious sausage. We're here to talk about sports. And we got to talk about the NFL and all the crazy things that happened in the NFL, especially this weekend. Cause we had, especially we had six games in and game winning, uh, field goals. You know, last second field goal, bam, win the game. It's six games, NFL record. That what, what, what do y'all think about that one? Well, I gotta, I gotta talk about one game in particular, uh, where they did have the most amazing sausage that I've seen in a, quite a while. And that, of course, was in Germany. Uh, where else would it be? And that's where the New England Patriots brought the franchise. They brought the ownership. They brought everybody out. Uh, they had a parade in the street. Look, Patriots, uh, got a long history in Germany. You can go back, Sebastian Vollmer. There's a number of guys that came out of Germany that started for the Patriots, and they were well-loved by all the German NFL fans. Everybody was there to see the game, and the Patriots put on one hell of a show. And I'll tell you what I mean by one hell of a show. An absolute dumpster fire disaster uh, that had Belichick, Kraft, the whole Patriots organization uh, crying in their soup uh, with their hands over their face screaming at Mac Jones like he stole something and 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 uh, as far as I know, uh, I don't, I'm not sure Mac Jones actually came back to America but the thing about it is look, Gardner Minshew got a dub and that's all Gardner Minshew does just don't let the man throw the ball and the Colts win every time Hey yo, yo! When I was watching that game, yo, and, 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 and you remember that? You remember that movie, uh, Naked Gun, third three and the third? You know, uh, yo, and, and yo, and, and and at the end, you know, like the, the dude, dude gets the one guy the bomb, and the other dude gets the other dude the gun, and, and everybody's like, everybody like collectively slaps himself in the head because it's like that's a dumb move. You know, th- those last two interceptions had that vibe to them. That's what every every time there was an interception at the end of the game, 
bam, everybody slapped themselves in the head because it's just a dumb thing. And, and, you know, but, you know, it, it's kind of funny, I guess, in a way. I thought it was funny. I mean, I watched Mac Jones step. Uh, look, this guy didn't even step forward on the throw. This guy was on his back foot. There, yeah, there was the little rush in front of his face. But the thing about it, he didn't step into it. He simply lobbed the ball over the middle, similar to how you might throw, I don't know, a freight furter across the room to a hungry patron in the restaurant. It was a gentle toss. Uh, and the thing about it, the Colts can handle a gentle toss anytime you want to give it to him. And that's really all the Patriots did. And, and the, the thing is, Mac Jones has been doing a lot of this lately. It's just, uh, he doesn't want to hurt anybody as far as I can tell. He's, he just lobs the ball very gently. It happens to get intercepted quite a lot. And then he puts his head down and, and whimpers uh, off to the bench where he gets screamed at by Bill O'Brien. So it's, uh, it, you know, it's a good time. Everybody should enjoy it while I don't know. Mac Jones days are numbered. So enjoy this while it lasts, because at some point they're probably going to get a real quarterback and you won't be able to see this anymore. Yeah, but I, I think uh, you got to congratulate Roger Goodell for picking this matchup to send over there to Germany. Uh, because uh, if, if there's anything like a soccer game in the NFL, it's between the Colts and the Patriots. I mean, that's, uh, I mean, I mean, this is, they probably were like, oh, are we watching soccer or we're we watching the American? They, they were all cool. Uh, it was 10 to 6. Uh, you know, it should have been like 2 to 3. Uh, that's what the game felt like. I mean, half the game, they didn't even score. Neither team is going to second and third quarter. It's all goose eggs. And, uh, you know, so I, I think uh, I think New England should just move to Germany. Uh, Colts maybe too. And just keep playing each other, these low-scoring games. And uh, the Germans will love it uh, because that's what they're used to. Uh, you know, God forbid they actually uh, send teams to actually play football over there. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I, you know what, what do I know? Yeah, I mean, like they did send, you know, good teams there just recently. And, well, they kind of play like crap, but still, I mean, they, there is good football. Uh, it's possible. I don't know why, but it, the NFL does seem to play some of the lousiest games when they go overseas. I mean, it could be something about the time zones. It could be the food. Uh, it could, it could just be the way the sun hits. It's a little different. I mean, you are on a different side of the planet, but, uh, the thing is, I mean, you know, it, you it, that all depends about? on if the, if you believe the world's flat or not, but look, yeah, you, you go back, Tommy, you go back about 12 hours and, and here you are uh foreign country, foreign food, foreign language. And maybe you just forget how to play football. Maybe, maybe you do. You just want to resort to playing soccer and uh, because there are a lot of field goals. I mean, I got to tell you when I watch these games, I am confused why no one can score a touchdown. I, uh, there's just nonstop kicking. It's punting. It's field goals. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's soccer's not what American football should be. And, and, and honestly, if you want to make the games interesting, make them leave the kickers at home. Just say, forget it. We're not doing this crap. We're bringing nothing but position players and we're going to do two point conversions. We're going to go for it on every fourth down and we're going to make this game fun and interesting. We're not going to just lousy it up for all the Brits and Germans out there. Yeah. And that way you'll end in zero to zero, like a lot of soccer games. Good one there, Mr. Anthony North. Hey, yo, I mean, but last week, you know, uh, speaking of leaving the kicker at home, you know, I mean, they didn't quite leave the kicker at home, but, you know, they, they, they were the, 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 the Texans that, you know, uh, uh, Kami Fairbear, he got all hurt and whatnot, and they didn't have a kicker. They had to use the running back as a kicker. 
uh, on the field goal. He made it. I mean, you know, I mean, he made it. It was good, you know, good for him. You know, or an extra point or something like that. I, I quite don't quite remember, but you know, this this week they 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 called somebody that was sleeping on on, on a friend's couch who happened to be a a, you know, a, a kicker and that uh, uh, old uh, was a. What, what's his name? Uh, Matt Amendola. I don't think he's in relation to the other Amendola, but yo, he, he kicked a game winning, uh, uh, field goal, uh, for the Houston Texans to beat old, uh, uh, old, old, old Burrow, old Joe Cool. He got, he, he, he was a little hot because he got beat with a last second field goal. And, and especially from a guy who just, you know, I mean, he literally sleeping on somebody's couch, you know, probably underneath a bridge somewhere, but they got the phone call, you know, and what do y'all think about that game? Yeah, sleeping on somebody's couch underneath the bridge. Uh, what kind of friends do you hang around, pal? Uh, do, yeah, yeah, you gotta I, have yeah. all types of friends. I don't discriminate, Tommy. Yeah, well, don't, yeah. don't discriminate against people that live under bridges. I mean, no, no, on, I'm just you saying you go to your friend's house. He says, hey, I got a couch under a bridge four blocks that way, pal. And you're like, oh, I mean, okay. No, but yeah, no, I mean, your friend on. is yeah. living underneath the your friend is living underneath the uh, the the the, oh, the overpass, and you you go you go to his place. I mean, that's what you know, he has a couch that you can sleep on. I mean, that's that's just, I mean, you might have to spray it down with a little like you know Lysol, you know, put some yo know, iodine all over it or something like that to disinfect it. You know, I mean, but still, you got you. But this this is where Matt Amendola was, and now he's in the NFL winning games over Joe Cool. That's what I'm asking about, Tommy. That's what I want to know about. Yeah, yeah I, would, I wouldn't put it all on Amendola. I mean, yeah, he did kick the ball uh, between the uprights, which, you know, it's a key to the position. But look, uh, Dari Abogawali, uh, I think that's how you say it. Uh, look, he got it. I mean, this guy got it. I mean, he's not even a kicker, man. And he was fine. He was fine. He kicked a, a 29-yarder. It was no problem whatsoever. So, yeah, you can find a guy who's sleeping on a couch under a bridge on a shipping crate. That's fine. I mean, anybody, honestly, if you've ever swung your leg forward while you're walking, technically you can probably kick a football. It's just one foot in front of the other. It's not too hard. I mean, just kick the thing straight. All right. Kick the thing straight. Don't kick it sideways. Uh, and then, Don't shake it like Tommy did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I slipped. I mean, I slipped. You know, what, 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 Shake it like Tommy, but I mean, but yo, but still, yo, it came, it came out of nowhere and got the win. But hey, what's another game out there that was that was that was wild that y'all want to talk about? I want to talk about all these silly injuries that are happening. I mean, all injury. I mean, every injury is is is, is devastating, Tommy. All injuries are devastating, and it, and it's devastating for the team. It's devastating for the person. Yo, I mean, we can't be called these things silly, uh, uh, Tommy. These are serious. Yeah, okay. Serious uh, yeah. What, what is a clinoid? I mean, come on. I mean, I, I knew a girl named, uh, Glenoid, uh, she, uh, Samantha Glenoid. She, she, you know, she's from Cincinnati. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, I, but that was years back. I, you know, I think she's an optometrist, you know, or, or she used to be. But I mean, what, what about Glenoid? No, that, that, that's the injury that Deshaun watching. Uh, don't, you know, everyone thought he it was his ankle. He goes in for MRI on that one. He, he goes, Oh yeah, by the way, I kind of got an itch up in my arm. Uh, and they go, uh, oh, I'm glad you said that because, uh, your season's done, pal. Uh, then he's got to get up there with like a big coat. Looks like he's a member of Electric Mayhem Band. Uh, then he's like, uh, you know, talking about, uh, you know, I don't even know what this thing means. He doesn't even know. Uh, but he just knows that, uh, you know, he got paid a lot of money and, uh, he keeps getting injured and not playing games. And so he's good because, uh, you know what? Uh, the, there's not a, uh, really solid backup there. Uh, why should that be? 
I mean, I mean, you don't. If you got a great quarterback, you don't need a backup because nothing's going to happen. If you pay a guy a lot of money, nothing will happen to him. That's kind of the the, the line of thought. I mean, the Giants are going through the same thing. Uh, the, the, I mean, the Bills are just uh, a shadow away from that. Uh, the, you know, there's a lot of people down the whole. Look, don't throw Josh Allen's name. Don't shame that man. Josh Allen is 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 uh, impervious, impervious to injury. Tommy, this guy, ne- Josh Allen never goes down. He would be fine. He doesn't even need a glenoid. Josh Allen can sling the football simply with 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 a with the locks uh, of his of his eyebrows. I mean, it's a uh, look. This guy's more of a machine than a man. Uh, Deshaun Watson, on the other hand, is just one injury after another. This guy's played 12 games in three years. Uh, and, and the thing is, like, it was a, it was an ankle, then it was a shoulder, then it was another shoulder. Uh, it's always a problem with Deshaun Watson. You can't get away from it. Uh, but, look, the Cleveland Browns team doctors uh, apparently thought he's just fine. I mean, they put him out there. They said nothing to worry about. And the next thing you know, they said, uh-oh, you got a displaced fracture. We got to do immediate surgery. We're afraid you might not be able to throw a ball ever again, apparently. Uh uh, that's the uh, that uh, you know to me you got to get you got to get better doctors you can't have these guys going around saying yeah Deshaun you're perfectly fine you know we only owe you 230 million guaranteed I see nothing wrong at all yeah that's a, uh, you know, the doctor he was hanging around was Dr. Teeth you see that coat he was wearing uh, uh okay I'm gonna repeat that joke another time before one of you clowns gets it but uh anyway uh, but, but uh, another one you, you hey know, as Janice wasn't near there everything will be all right oh damn somebody got it but uh yeah so uh, but uh, uh, speaking of Josh Allen uh, the trouble there in Buffalo uh the 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 uh, the buffoonery in Buffalo is, uh, as I like to call it, because when your special teams coordinator makes a mistake and doesn't get a guy off the field and Will Lutz, uh, misses a field goal and then they look and the refs are like, wait a minute, one, two, three, and like, wait, there's one guy too many. Uh, uh, we're gonna kick it again. We're gonna do a do over as Will Lutz missed it. Uh, you clowns didn't get your guys off the field. And so a special teams guy is like, oh, crap i'm gonna get fired uh and then uh they fire the wrong guy they fire the offensive coordinator uh duh, because the special teams guy messed up that makes that's great math there great math there uh you, you clown show up there buffalo uh, yeah, I mean, the thing about it is, it's like, it's Sean McDermott took over the defense. The guy fired Leslie Frazier last year. He said, I can do this job better than you can. And it turns out, I think he's incredibly wrong and mistaken. The defense looks awful. The defense never holds a win, uh, never holds a lead, never, never finishes the deal. And they, they simply allow teams to come down the field one play after another. They let Russell Wilson drive down the field like he was, uh, back in his, uh, happy days. Uh, in the mid 2000s, practically, this guy look. Russell Wilson's washed up. Russell Wilson's a has been. This is a guy uh, whose biggest problem in, in his life right now is where is he going to celebrate his next birthday at? Not yeah. winning football games. I mean, he's just collecting paychecks and and basically in retirement. They let it. They let him come out of retirement and beat him only because Sean McDermott can't figure out how to coach football. He's the head coach. He's the defensive coordinator. He's in charge of the whole 
holding. He had timeouts in his pocket. He used them just to get this thing right. He knew what they were going to do, Tommy. I mean, it was obvious what they were going to do. They were simply going to put the ball where they wanted it, on the hash where they like it. Then they were going to run off the field and kick the game-winning field goal. Everybody in the stadium knew it, and they were ready for it, except Sean McDermott. Somehow, he was not ready for it, and then decides, you know what this team needs? It needs one less offensive coordinator. That's yeah. going to fix everything. Yeah, I think Dalbert Mulroney, excuse me, Sean, uh, Sean McDermott, uh, that... I think that uh, he already, remember, he let go his defensive coordinator uh, just the other year, that, uh, Leslie Flasier, uh, who was a, a fantastic guy. I mean, I mean, was uh, had one of the best defenses that they've seen in a long time, and you let him go. Uh, why? The same thing with this guy, Ken Dorsey. Why? So you bring in Joe Brady. Joe Brady did good with the Saints, LSU, uh, but apparently he doesn't do well outside of the Bayou State. Uh, you get him out of there, and he just doesn't know what he's doing. I, I don't. There's something uh, you were talking, uh, Anthony, about the sun shining weird. Well, the moon shines weird down on the bayou. Uh, the, you know, it makes people uh, cook good food and stuff like that. And you know, you, you you get them outside of that, and they just don't know what they're doing. Hey, I mean, you know, I I completely agree, Tommy. I completely agree. I don't know what happens when people leave the bayou. Sometimes things go wild. I mean, I've seen uh Coach Ogeron do some weird commercials here recently. It just things go weird. But I, I, I like, uh, but I will, but only, the only shining light of this whole entire game is that Justin Simmons of the Broncos got his 30th career interception. There you because go. you, because you know, Josh Allen and the Giants, they like turning the ball over. They don't like holding on to the ball. It, it, it's like, it's like a big thing. It's like, especially like the first drive or something. There's going to be a fumble or interception or something like that. And, and they don't like keeping it. It's just a weird thing. They like giving it up. They, they, you know, they like, they like to have a struggle. They like playing from underneath for something like that. I don't know. It's a weird thing. And you know, me personally, I like holding on to the ball, getting it down the field, score touchdowns. And you know, if, you know, if I was, had, you know, the athletic ability to do something like that, I mean, it, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. But uh, also there's another silver lining you're forgetting about. Uh, it, 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 it gave uh, Trayvon Diggs uh, an opportunity to be relevant right now uh, because, uh, you know, he had to stand up for his brother and, uh, you know, cause a little commotion there. Uh, yeah, we forget that you're injured, sitting on the sideline, uh, eating your uh, uh, fungals or whatever chip you eat. Uh, I, th- I think that's a chip. Uh, whatever the, uh, but uh, at, at any rate, uh, you know, you know, he's so he's sticking up for his brother, uh, who had five targets, uh, three reception for thirty-four yards, uh, and uh, yeah, he's watching his career go down the tube. Uh, so what do you do? You fire your OC once again. Uh, you know, Dylan McDermott. Uh, excuse me, Sean. Uh, excuse me. Uh, anyway, that's my take. Okay, maybe there's some merit to it. If you look at the Bills this year, all right, I mean, the teams they've lost to, uh, most of the games they've lost, they barely scored 20 points. Uh, and the thing about it, it's uh, it's kind of embarrassing. I mean, they lost to the Jets. Uh, they lost to the Jags. They lost to the Patriots. They lost to the Broncos. Nah, it, it's not a, it's not an impressive bunch of teams. Honestly, all those games should have been wins. I mean, there should have been no question whatsoever. There's the Bills should be at the top of the league. Uh, so you got to fire somebody. And and look, the problem is as a head coach, you can't fire yourself. I mean, unless you somehow can morph into another person um, and uh, change your name and maybe your you know hair and and Ooh, clothes that, and that'd be cool. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that way it sends the team a message. It says, look, I care so much about this team. I'm going to fall on the sword, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed to be here. I've done a terrible job, uh, and, and you deserve better. And, and then you fall on a literal sword, something that probably Urban Meyer left behind, uh, in the Jags locker room when he was going to chop one of the kicker's legs off or, you know, missing a practice field goal. Uh, but, uh, you know, the thing is, uh, McDermott's not that kind of guy. I mean, he wouldn't even come close to that. He simply uh, just throws somebody under the bus, uh, probably doesn't even plow the snow up off of him, and just lets them get run over, over and over and over again. Yeah, but you're five and five. You're second place there in the, the AFC East. Yeah, I mean, you're just waiting for Tua to fall down funny. And, you, you know, you got that uh, division locked down. Uh, but it ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen, Tommy. I mean, yeah, they're five and five. That's true, but they're not even. It, this is the AFC. I mean, that's your only hope. Your only hope is that somehow Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Tua, Raheem Mostert, uh, all these guys are just gonna stop playing football. They're gonna quit, uh, give up, and Mike McDaniel's is gonna start being a terrible uh, offensive coordinator. That's what you're hoping for. Because at this point, you already threw your offense in the trash. Your defense is garbage, and your special teams is worse and somehow you're going to become better than the Dolphins I don't I don't see it yeah, but by sheer luck is what I'm saying I, I mean I don't think that they're going to be better than the Dolphins but if they could just learn uh, to how not to let a football slip out of your paws I mean it seems like that's something very simple but uh, I don't know uh, yeah, maybe they were sponsored I mean, by uh, you Vaseline. Got a good, you've got a good point. Uh, but here's the facts. The next uh, three weeks, uh, three, four weeks, look, this, uh, look, the Bills are playing the Eagles, the Chiefs, the Cowboys. Uh, that's three weeks in a row. I don't want to have to play any of those teams, honestly. I, I think the Bills are just, this is it. I mean, Sean McDermott's probably done. Uh, Aaron Rodgers called it. He said, look, one bad play can change the trajectory of a whole franchise. We've seen it before. We know how it works. You screw up, 12 men on the field. You lose a game you should have won. Next thing you know, you lose three out of the next four. Uh, your team's something like six and nine. Everybody looks at the schedule, says, oh, looks that, that's nice. And then uh, the season's done and your coach is fired. That's, uh, I think that's where things are going for Buffalo. Hey, yo, you heard it here first. Sean McDermott fired at the end of the year. Hey, maybe Bill will go over there. And that's the end of the game. Thanks for clicking. You're tuned in to Time In with me, Ricardo Lungus, with me, Anthony North, Tommy Crenshaw, TTFN.